This is Switch, a place where we help young people live their dreams. It is always fun and fire. They're like, what, what is this? You'll be broke. You sit like this. Like a special person you are. Don't just sit. You know you guys, you'll be sitting before kings and these things. Know how to behave. Because like I was telling somebody, God can open a door for you. I think Agatha has a testimony. God did something notable in her life. Come and testify. Something notable. Yes, last week we were praying for something notable. What if something notable happened? Something notable. Come, come, fast, fast. Say something notable. Say it now. It happened to me. I'm always the first to have a testimony, so don't be jealous. Um, we we're praying for something notable. And Sajeri was also like, you get admission, admission, admission. Ka, 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 yeah. So last week. <coughs> <laughs> so last week, I won a scholarship. Yeah. It was given to me. I did not expect it. So uh, thanks to Sajari. Thanks to God. Give all the glory to God. It's God that gave you me. Wicked, I will not give you. You know that sometimes there are some things that pop like God. Why is it this way? Why is it, why is it not this person? But well, you see, God has his own ways. She won a scholarship from all her university expense paid, both tuition, feeding, everything. Expense all paid. Notable. Yeah, it's notable. Amen. What will happen to you today? Pray. Ask God. Pray. 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 Ask him for something notable. One of my friends that was here, she has never been to an interview. She came here last week. She got her first interview. She got her first interview. No table, no table position, no table one. She got it. So what will happen to you today? Because your expectations will not be cut short. I'm telling you, today I came loaded though. <laughs> I, uh, I came loaded today. Very loaded, very loaded. And sometimes when I'm loaded like that, I'm usually very touchy. Because I don't want I don't want it to leak. I want to really point out to you guys. I came here with something today. Ask God. Desiring something from God. Something notable. If your mind is blank, you will live here. Nothing will happen. That's the truth. Blank. Because he's not a herbalist. He's not. He's not. Father, I thank you. I give you praise. I give you glory. <coughs> I ask, O oh God, that you help us here today. Anoint me, O oh God, to speak your word, O oh God, in accuracy, like Jesus would do when he physically standing here. And anoint my hearers to hear as the learned. In the name of Jesus. That they will not be just listeners of the word, but doers of your word. In the mighty name of Jesus, we have prayed. 
Amen. Same. Amen. Me socially be. Amen. Me socially be. So say amen. Say amen. Ah ah. Say amen. You guys shout amen. What's up? Amen. So last week, I began teaching about prayer. I told you guys, I think there are two things really that really stood out. When you, when you approach God, I, I spoke, I, I'm always re-emphasizing this. Now pay attention to me. Your life is about to change. It will make you see prayer from a different way you've never seen it before. And I'm telling you to guarantee you a hundred percent answers to your prayer. Now, this message, carry it and go and give your parents. Collect the message. Tell your parents, let them listen to it. Tell your friends, let them listen to it. Share it as much because I'm telling you, this thing is something that will change your mindset towards prayer. Don't take it for granted. Today I woke up 4 a.m. So I was just working on those stuff that I designed. Actually, wake up every morning and believe God to receive those words. Then I design it and put it online. So I created like a broadcast group. So there are some people I just sent to. And like, okay, I think the first person told me yesterday, I don't need this your messages. Don't put me on this thing. I was like, oh, calm down. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Sorry. I now removed him. So one other person just sent me that message this morning. So I now go angry. So I now do read the text to everybody. I said, if you know you don't want this message, no offense, just tell me so that I'll remove your name. And you could imagine, I could imagine how many people they read it but they don't reply. But how many of them said they actually wait for those messages every morning? But there are some people who didn't value it. And in my mind, I was like, the day your word will come, the day your word will come, you will need that word, but you won't get it. You know, the, Jesus Christ said he wept before Jerusalem. He said, because they do not know the time of their visitation. There's a day you will need that word that you won't get it. And I just looked at her and said, in my mind, see, I'm so confident about my future and where I'm going to. In my mind, I said, one day you will need me. And that day, when you come, I'll remind you of what you did this morning, of what you did to me this morning. Because sometimes, some people just make you, I know, well, I understand, maybe she has known me for a while and she didn't, you know, I don't know. But you see, I just said to myself, say, she will need me one day. The anointing that God will put on my life, I, I, I always pray about it. It will cause all men to seek after. I don't just want to be an ordinary preacher, ordinary, something notable. And I know that she will need me one day. And when she come, I will just smile. I will still bless her because I, it's not like I, I will not hold her in my mind. But I'll remember, I'll remind her of that day. say we ourselves were dying but yet we are giving life to others i know the sacrifice i know i know what i'm doing to bring out these things i know i'm not it's not it's not a joke i know i know you'll be blessed today you'll be blessed today I always look forward to switch reboots Thursday meetings as in I can't just wait to just start 
three days now is banana and granola. I've been eating. Ask them in the office. Praying in tongues fervently, preparing for today. This meeting, we, it, how you receive it will determine how your life will, your life will turn around forever. Not that sometimes you just preach, you don't want to just preach a series, but that sometimes God gives you a word. What God actually gave me right now, if you follow this stuff, eh, you will never pray one prayer that will not be answered again in your life. All your prayers will be accurate. Accurate. And you will receive the answers. Because why? In the spirit realm, in this kingdom that we are, it's a different kingdom. What sponsors your result in this kingdom is understanding. It's doing something out of understanding. So when you don't understand and you come to pray, you don't get results. God is not, he's not a socialist. You have to, it has to be sponsored from an understanding. So that next time when you pray, you, you know exactly what you are saying. Are you guys getting me? Are you guys getting me? So please, I want you guys to open your heart. Open your heart. Open your, really open your heart. I started going to secondary schools to preach. Because this fire is sometimes when I come, I just look for people to pour it. Yesterday, it was me and Joshua went to this primary school here. See those kids. Okay, what have you triggered? I, okay, I was going to, um, Ab uh, what was her name? Agatha School, Flora Home. I preached there too. The woman was like, okay, let's see. Come and preach. Well, let's see whether I will be allowing you. I said, me. Once I open my mouth there, all of you will love me. Me. So after talking to the boys, she said I should talk to the boys first. After talking to the boys, all the teachers, that was how they came. They stood and they were wild. They, were, they told, they went and tell the preacher, they said, please be bringing this guy. Let me come in. So the woman was asking me, so how long do you have? I said, okay, I'll have a term with you. She said, please don't make it a term. Can you make it a year? Be coming every day. Problem. But while I was going to that school, something happened that touched my heart. And truly, truly, on that bike, I was just crying. Tears was coming out of my eyes. I saw a, an old. First of all, I saw an old man. He carried this mic, and he was you know these men that that preach in the morning. The man was just preaching, and every people were passing, and they were not paying attention to him. That brought tears to my eyes first. Then I now moved, and I saw an, an elderly woman again doing the same thing. And I'm, I'm like, God, why are these people not getting results? And something now occurred to me. I said, Kai, maybe when these people were young, the time that they had the energy to really talk about Jesus that they could, they didn't do it. So in their old age, you know, that's what, that's what, that's what mommy was just saying here. You can't, if we, if we are waiting to go and get money, you know, that's what people do. In fact, I was even caught up in that whole miss, this thing. That I was thinking, okay, let me go and get, the, the gospel needs money, so let me go and get money. Then I will now come and do the gospel. I would have wasted my strength. The energy and the passion with, with which I used to move around, I can preach, I can, tomorrow I'm going to massacre to preach in a secondary school. And I'm like, oh God, I was just, so you guys, you guys just came to my mind and I was just thanking God, thank you Father. That at this my age, as young as, I'm, as I am, let it not be found one day that I don't talk about you. Now that you are young, what are you doing with your strength? You are ashamed. Paul said, I'm not a Romans 1.16. See Romans 1.16. I'm like, God, if that is what you want me to do in the morning, I will carry that mic. And I know if I stay there, people will gather. I carried out my mind and I stayed there. Ay, 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 you can't pass. 
Romans 1.16 For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. Why? There is a reason why people are not ashamed of this gospel. Why? Because for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believes and to the Jew first and to the Greek. The gospel is power. The gospel makes you a superman, a superhuman. You can't, there's two guys who come and say, You, hey, surgery died, so you guys are money. Never, I can't. It's not possible that one day I was going and I had an accident. It's not possible. I can't be broke. You can't, you can't, me and Pop, you can't put us together. Hey, I've seen the light, though. seen that extraordinary day that first Thessalonians what's that scripture again first Thessalonians or is it second Thessalonians 1 11 first or second Thessalonians 1 11 for that extraordinary day is it second yes second Thessalonians 1 11 second Thessalonians 1 11 the message translation I've seen my future and it's so bright and I'm willing to pay any price. When I mean any price, I'm willing to pay any price to get there. Any price. Because we know that this extraordinary day is just ahead. The day is not far. We pray for all, we pray for you all the time. We pray that God will make us fit. So sometimes when I pray in the Holy Ghost, it's to be fit though, because of this extraordinary day. So I pray in the Holy Ghost to be fit. So I, I, I study so that I will be fit for this extraordinary day. There's a day coming when you will not know hunger. There's a day coming when poverty will not, when school fees will not be an issue. There's a day coming when food, when what to eat will not be an issue. When where to sleep will not be an issue. When money will not be an issue anymore. Because God would have solved that problem for you so that you can focus on him. Yesterday, my younger brother just came and told me and told me something. He said, My dad needed this so so amount of money and I didn't have. I just I just I just got depressed immediately. I just asked him to leave the room, let him go. And I just locked the door and I and I wept. Because I know never a day ah, that my wife, my family, my children, my kids, that we need money and I will not have to give them. He pained me. I'm like, I didn't say God, why you? That was that point. I say, Father, I give you praise. I give you glory. I give you praise. I give you glory. I count you faithful. You are a faithful God. Because I know, I know I am the wealthy. I know my wealth is increasing. I know I'm not broke. I am rich. And I began to confess in spite of this situation. A time will not come. So the devil wanted me to be discouraged. And now fold my hands. But I started giving God glory. Because I know those things, they are temporal and they are subject to change. You see, our light affliction, they are bought for a moment. So instead, I saw one, I was just coming, I just saw one old elderly woman, the money I had, I just gave her. I gave her, I helped her carry on the bike, I gave her the money, I came today in the office. It was from that mindset, it was from that, from that anger. I refused to be the one in need. 
So I just bought all of them food. Because I'm a giver. Time will come, I will give, I will give houses. I will give people jets. But you see, whatever you are going through right now, switches listen, it's temporal. It will change. So don't go, just, don't just get caught up there and be depressed and just feel it will change. I'm looking forward to one day all switches in. So far, your switches in free scholarship. I'm looking. We'll build. We'll have our own university. I've been saying this since right from when I was in school. So switches in. I want you guys to listen. songwriter that say for this cause I live for this cause I die I surrender all for the cause of Christ Jesus my Jesus for this cause I live oh Cause dynamics of prayer that you pray that you be hundred percent sure that God hears your prayer that your prayer you're not gambling you're not you are not contemplating the God here the God not here you are sure the Bible says in John first John he said this is the confidence we have in him that when we pray he hears us Jesus Christ getting before a graveyard he said father thank you because you always hear me the dynamics to answered prayer. Listen, oh, listen, oh, listen, listen, listen. Luke chapter eleven, verse one. Luke chapter eleven, verse one. The dynamics of answered prayer. The dynamics of answered prayers. Because you can't, you, your your lifetime is too short for you to gamble whether God heard your prayer or did not hear. What are the guy, what are the ingredients for answered prayer? What are the dynamics? One day he was praying in a certain place. Don't forget our song. This is our place. This is our time. This is our moment. Right? Right. So God was praying in a certain place. There's always something about going to a certain place. When he finished, one of his disciples said, they saw him praying and they said, Master, teach us to pray just as John taught his disciples. That's what I'm going to do for you guys here today. I want to teach you guys how to pray an effective prayer. So I'll just dive in. Last week I just put, I said, when you want to pray, get into your closet. And get into your closet means for, shut the door. Forget about, you came with, um, maybe Ella, you came with Albert. Forget about Albert right now shut the door shut the door to your sister shut the door and commune with him you need to enter your closet and we spoke about vain reputation so right now i'm going to teach us the ingredients the dynamics of praying that you will get results the understanding that sponsored answered prayers it's an understanding listen to me don't get distracted the understanding that sponsored answered prayers mark Matthew 6 verse 5 Matthew 6 verse 5 
Matthew 6 verse 5 when you approach God Matthew chapter 6 verse 5 what's the understanding that sponsors an answered prayer Matthew chapter 6 verse 5 please go to King James for me Matthew 6 5 please be fast we don't have much time please Matthew 6 5 now go to King James all right and when you pray you shall not be like the hypocrites for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and on the corners of the streets that they may be seen by men as shortly I say to you they have so if you want to pray so that Ella will say that how oh, more today how bet they pray you that's your reward the prayer did not get anywhere the prayer got to her and the accolade she gave you the um mommy spoke about um what is she? the what was what was spoken about today eh? the approval she gave you that you can pray that's your reward it stops there so if you have been praying like that so that people will see that or maybe your prayer was just going just pray sharply you have received your reward it didn't get to god it's the law it's the principle it didn't get to him all right he said verily i say unto you they have their reward all right so if i'm if i'm coming here just to pray so that you guys will see that i'm praying i've gotten my reward the mindset that you guys carry that oh more surgery can pray it's like it does like caterpillar kata, kata, kata. that's my reward and i don't want reward from you guys continue 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 fast 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 please just be on there but thou when thou prayest now it's not saying but abigail when you pray but agatha when you pray but albert when you pray enter into your closet i spoke about closet right and when thou has shut the door pray to thy who father which is in secret and thy father which says in secret shall reward thee openly continue but when you pray use not vain reputations as hatings do for they think that they shall be heard for their much speaking continue be not therefore like unto them for your father knoweth what things ye have need of before you ask him continue we spoke about this now this is what i'm coming to after this manner after this manner it's just like saying after this how you cook jellof rice oh. after this manner pray listen to this this will change your life 100 attention switches in after this manner therefore pray number one is what our father that means in praying number one in praying you must understand that you are you are you must have an understanding that you are talking to your father that god is your father it's an understanding that you're not just that's why some people say they prayed um and uh, so, somebody that doesn't have any relation that doesn't even know god as his father he just knows god that he say he prayed to god and god did not answer who did you who god did you pray to so when you want to pray you must come and have an understanding that god is your father are you guys listening to me he's your father and one primary responsibility of the father is that he 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 provides for his children right he's caring and he provides for his children like i'm, I'm sure if um our mommy's uh, um, um if our mommy's husband was here right now and this boy no matter i'm sure okay let's assume she's the man so no matter how she loves this her son you know she loves the son father there's that fatherly love she has for the, he has for the son right no matter how much he loves the son if the son comes right now and say mommy give me the keys to your car will you give her 
but he loves her he loves the son but giving him the keys to the car it means that she wants to destroy this boy so you have to have an understanding that god is your father so there are some things that you come and you ask god that because of his role and his dimension of you being a father in your life he withholds those things from you because he knows if you get them it will destroy you ah see this place let me show you guys something see this place so you need to know that come god is abba abba father abba abba means source he's the sustainer and the protector abba means source god is your source god is your sustainer he's your daddy you need to come with that mindset that he loves you and he's your father so there are sometimes you come and you come with a need he knows as your father he knows what you need that's why i say god already has an understanding of what you need are you guys getting me are you guys following me so you need to understand that god when you are praying and you come to him without understanding of him being a father he knows how to discern let me show you guys one scripture matthew chapter 7 verse 11 see this scripture very very prolific see don't ever forget it in your life especially when it deals and it comes to prayer don't ever forget matthew 7 11 don't matthew 7 11 he said if ye then being evil know how to give good gift unto your children if you you okay let's go back let's go back to let's go back to 10 7 10 7 10 7 10 or if okay seven let's go back nine go to nine go to go to go to eight okay for everyone that accept receive it and he that seek it find it and to him that knock it it shall be opened now he begins to describe the dynamics go to verse nine he now said or oh, what man is there of you whom his if his son asks him bread will he give him a stone if your son asks you for bread will you give him a stone continue or if he asks a fish will you give him serpents he now said if ye then being evil because the bible spoke about the heart of a of a natural man is desperately wicked i'm not what that is a desperate housewives see what they could do desperately the heart of man desperately wicked he said if you you been evil if this your own your sister if she asks you for biscuits will you because you're offended will you give her scorpion i want to wicked her no matter how possessed you are you won't do that he said if you then been evil know how to give good gift unto your children how much more shall your father which is in heaven give good things to them that ask him he gives good things to them that ask him he gives good things to them that ask him he gives good things to them that ask him he's not evil he's a good god abba he's your source so when you come to god you need to understand that see god is my source he's my sustainer and he's my protector he's my abba father so when i come to god in place of prayer i'm coming as my father I'm coming as a son coming to meet my father and asking my father for something having an understanding that this my father loves me and will not give me evil gift having an understanding that my father wants me to pass the exams 
my father wants me to go to that school my father wants me to have that thing my father wants me to have this thing he loves me so you need to come to god with that understanding are you guys getting me it's an understanding that sponsored 100 percent answered prayers say to somebody that god is my father god is my father so with that understanding you know anything that god cannot give you don't bother getting it from anywhere understand that god is your father and is your sustainer so he's not he's not he's not trying to frustrate your life kefas he owns the universe the Bible said the cattle upon a, th- the, the, a, thousand, a the cattle upon a thousand hills belongs to God. He will give you good gifts. He will give you good things. Good things. Good things. One of the characteristics and hallmark of my life is that I'll have so much good things. But you see, those things won't have me. I'm coming to these dynamics of prayer. You need to come to God with an understanding that God is your father. You know, sometimes this you need to have this understanding because sometimes we think is when we are, when we do right. That's when when we come to God. God hears us. So you are waiting to when you are right, then you now come to God. Then God will now hear you. Know because it's just like this. If, for example, Albert has a fight with somebody, he brought a bike here and he has a quarrel with somebody outside, and I saw him, and as soon as he saw me, he just says, "Surgery." As soon as I turn, I won't go there and start asking them. And start maybe they are beating him or I start asking them um, what did he do? Did he do this thing very well? Beat him more. I won't, that was not the first thing I would do as a father. I will go there and I would fight those people out of him. Then I will carry him. Then when he comes to my office, then that's when we can now talk. Ah, Albert, what, what really happened there? Are you guys getting me? It's your father. God is your father. God is not angry with you. God is not looking for ways to frustrate you. God God loves you. You need to understand that when you come in a place of prayer. So when you're asking him for admission, you're asking him for anything, come with an understanding that God is your father. So I'm coming before my father. That's why when I come here, sometimes when I come for switch reboot, you see me, you see me, that's the way I'm dancing. It's not, that's how I do. That's how stars do. That's how sons do. I come before him and I play. You think I'm a, like, Joshua was there and I went to this primary school. See, I was jumping there where it was playing and I'm like, these children, their heart was open. I was just jumping and just playing, praying. Playing with them in the presence of my father. He's my father. So when you come to church, when you come into the place of prayer, understand that God is your father. Are you guys getting me? Are you guys getting me? And one major characteristic of a father is that a father is a giver. God does not withhold. The Bible says it's the goodness of God that leads men to repentance. That means God wants to to lead men to repentance. He blesses them. So that by the time you see his goodness, it will lead you to want to love him. That's what the Bible says. Well, we're yet sinner. He died for us. So one characteristic of Abba, of a father, of a source, of a sustainer, is a giver. a giver so always know that when you're coming before god it's the, it's, you're coming before the giving god you are coming before the giving god who doesn't withhold any good things from you 
Are you guys getting me? This understanding is what will sponsor an answered prayer before you. God is a giver. And don't forget what we said that God is a rewarder of them that diligently seek Him. He's a giver. He's not stingy. Right? Understand? Okay. Let's see Romans 8 31 to 36. Romans 8 31 to Romans 8 31. Romans 8 31. Romans chapter 8, verse 31. Please put down these things. Come, that's why I say you should come with your notes. Come with your notes, put down these things. No matter how sharp your brain is, you won't catch it. What shall we then say to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? Continue. He that spared not his own son, but delivered him up for us all. How shall he not with him also freely give us all things? He's a giving God. If he did not spare Jesus Christ, what is phone that he cannot give you? What is admission that he cannot, what is scholarship that he cannot give you? If he did not spare Jesus Christ, what is it that he can't give you? So most times you come to God, you just come to, what is money, what is wealth that God can't give If he can kill his son, how much more can he not freely give you all things? So what is the heck and the, what is the, what is the worry about? I've stopped worrying myself since I, I understood this thing. Ah, yeah. Jesus, reveal yourself to me. Open our eyes to see. We need an encounter. Pray. Pray that prayer. Say, Jesus. Jesus, reveal your word to me. Open my eyes to see. I need an encounter. If you know this, if you catch this just be, be on feet look at me look at me look at me so number two let's go back to let's go back to matthew chapter six let's go back there number two that sponsored an answer prayer so you come to god understanding that god is your father right yeah and if he gave if he can give his son he can give you all things all right Let's go back now to Matthew, Matthew chapter 6. Matthew chapter 6. I think we're in verse 10 or 11 or which one? Matthew chapter 6. Please, you need to follow me. Okay, after this man, I pray, our Father which is in heaven. Then number two, he says, Hallowed be thy name. This hallow talks about reverence. You need to, when you come before God, yes, it's your Father, but there's a reverence. There's an honor that is due God. You need to come reverencing him because he said, They that honor me, I will honor. Like one thing I've started doing with God is that if I give God the time, I'm always there before the time, sitting down, waiting. Once the time reaches, I'm saying, Father, is it because I, I, I've, I've come to understand covenant. Like I've been telling the team, the, um, the church staff, we pray every day by 12. Don't wait till 12, then you start. See, you honor God. See, God sees all these things. Oh, God sees all those, all those little things matters. Those are what matters really. Than that, you just come late, you just come shabbily and just start. Doing... See, it's those little things that matters. 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 Are you guys getting me? 
So you, when you want to go before God, forget about when any other person is going. That thing that people go late, I'm just waiting so that I will go late before every other person comes, is from the pit of hell. It's demonic. That's why you can't receive anything from God. I understand that some of you can will go to school and you come. I understand. But if you intentionally sit down at home and in your mind you are saying that I don't want to go there early, let me just go 30 minutes late before you start walking into the church. It's demonic. You need to have a reverential fear for God. I see, I fear God though. True. So once you say 12, you see, ask them. I don't joke with it. If I'm around, before 12, I'm already sitting down there waiting. Oh God, I can't wait. At, by 12 o'clock, you are going to hear my voice. It's a covenant. I've entered into a covenant. So that's why before we start, three, I'm already here waiting. Once it's three, ah, Father, you will hear my voice today. I reverence. Definitely, Father, it is my father. Doesn't mean I should joke with him. You have to have what we call a rat adonai, a reverential fear of God. Lord be your name. His name is holy. His name, you need to have a reverential fear for him. So when you come before him as your father, understand also that he's your God. Understand also that he's a king. And coming before a king, you don't come anyhow. There, is, there are protocols for coming before a king. Even an earthly king. Someone was saying about the Oba of Lagos. Before the Oba of Lagos enters the plane, it's a ceremony. They will do something. Some people come do, do, do. Before the Oba of Lagos enters the plane. How much more? See, God is CEO. God is royalty. He's a king. You have to have a reverential fear for him. Don't come before him, Shabili. You won't receive anything like that. That's why you've been in for 10 years, for 20 years. Nothing is happening in your life because of these small, small attitudes. No matter what. Hallowed be your name. Come reverence him. It's a day that honor me. I will honor. When it's time for worship, forget about every other person. I've told you, enter your closet. And the Bible made it clear. It says, shut the door. So you enter your closet, it's come to worship, they are singing. Oh, oh, oh. you think I'm doing those things, I'm just doing it to impress you. I'm, I see, I'm, as I'm closing, I'm focusing on God, looking on to Jesus, who is the author and finisher of my faith. Because I know, see, this life, human beings are wicked, though. Human beings don't want you to make progress, so there are several times where people exchange destinies of your friend can come and exchange your death because it's noticed that your own destiny is bright you will exchange it for your own human beings are wicked <laughs> so if you are looking on to man to help you in life you'll be disappointed look on to Jesus the other one is the only him that can help you no man can help you they are selfish including this one standing here So when you come, put your eye like a sling on God and say, Father, if you don't help me, I'm stuck here. I need you to help me. Hallowed be your name. So you reverence him. Like she was saying, 
and mommy was saying, you do everything as unto God. I walk in this church. Ask them. Ask Agatha. She has been here for a while. I don't collect. I don't collect one error. But we pay every other person. But I, I chose not to because I said, see, come. If God, if you can't bless me, then I should do nothing. So how am I living? It's a mystery. And I still give some of you transport. I still do some things, some certain things. But where do you guys think I'm getting those things from? It's a mystery. What? I'm telling you. But if you see me walking, you think they are paying me the whole world. Because I, I, I understand these things. See, like I'm, I'm telling you guys. I beg you guys in the name of God. Reference God. Hello, his name. So that 10 years, 5 years from now, you won't say God is wicked. I served him in his house and he didn't do anything for me. Check this stuff, oh, that Sajer is saying here today. You have an appointment to him by 3. Keep it. Make sure you are there before then and you sit down and say, Lord, I'm waiting for you. I'm here. I can't wait. That's why I, I like Shiloh. When you go there, once they will, they will say they will start by 6. So once it's like 60 seconds to this thing, you see the timer start going. 1, 2, 3, 4. Once it's 6, everybody starts shouting because they've come. They understand who they are coming before. You are coming before that man that can change your life. You are coming before the God. Hey, the creator of the universe, you know this man has the capacity to change my life. This man has it. It's just like you want to go stand before a president. You know if you leave, if you go to Aso Villa and you leave that place. Our pastor says it's not in the time of Buhari. But during IBB's time, IBB is a man that he, he made a covenant with himself that anybody that comes before a president, he will change the person's life. You know this God is a giving God. If you appear before his presence with all this stuff, you know you will not live the same. He will give you. He will give you. It's a giving God. He didn't spare his son. How much more do you think? What is that thing in your head that you think he can't give you? Hello, his name. Just come. I understand. Yes, you are young people. You are. You can be concerned about the surroundings and all but forget those things come before your father like a child reverence him stop being distracted about eh, eh. I'm before my father I hallow your name so if you reach time that you need to even so wait and see where, when I pray oh. there was one day I, I, I was just worshipping God in the, in the toilet I was stuck naked I was in the bedroom and I just heard the Holy Ghost just tell me, lie down on the floor flat. He's my father, oh, but I understand hallowing his name. He said, lie down before flat in the bedroom. I'm like, oh, God. I just laid down flat in the bedroom. And my brother just came in and he just saw me. He just because he come, where are you doing? You would think the person is mad. But you see, this person is upper cabious. more than the Emir. When you go before the Emir's palace, you lie down flat, no matter what you are wearing. Don't go before him casually. Hello, his name. So don't allow these comedians deceive you. Pros J, ah, these are, you are laughing. His name should be 
sacred. See the way Muslims do Muhammad. When you don't, don't, don't matter. You can't joke with Muhammad where they are. Don't cut off your neck. David was saying, those that, those that have made you my, those that have made you their enemy, I become their enemy also. God said, this is a man after my heart. He understands how, he understands protocol, how to come before his father. You hallow his name. With an understanding that he's your father, but still yet he's Kabiyesi. Number three. All right, I forgot number two. Go to now. Go, let's go there. Hello, his name. No, no, go back now. Where are you rushing to? I'm not rushing to. They just wait with me. Go back. After this man, I therefore pray, our father. Okay, we spoke about our father, right? I didn't talk about this one. Who art in heaven? Now, God is not amongst here. Yes, he's in us spiritually, but he's in a location. In the spirit, that's what the Bible says, he's the father of all spirits. So God is in a particular location. So understand that when you come to him, you need to you need to connect with him by faith. Faith is the connector that brings what is in the realm of the spirit into the physical. So you don't come to God based on um uh, based on your sense knowledge. Are you guys hearing me? You don't come to God based on your sense knowledge. You have to know that God is in a realm. God is in a particular realm, not on earth. So in order to relate with him, you must approach God through faith. Hebrews 11 verse 6, you must approach God through faith. Faith. So the Bible says, he that comes to God must believe that he is. And he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. So when you come and you're approaching God, know that you're approaching God through faith. Are you guys getting me? Are you guys getting me? So it's in a location. And how you get things from that spiritual location is via faith. So you can't come to God second guessing. Will God answer me? Will he not? Will he not? The Bible says a double-minded man will not get anything from God. So you have to come to God. You know you are coming through faith. Hebrews 11.6. Go there. Hebrews 11.6. Be writing all these things down. Go home and read them. Hebrews 11.6. Hebrews 11 6 but without faith it is not possible to please God for he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him God you must believe that God is and is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him so when you are coming and you are approaching God you approach God through faith right right okay so what is faith faith is the conviction about the reality of God and the integrity of his person and the and the action you take based on that conviction so faith is a conviction about the reality of god that means when you're coming to god you must believe that god is first it's a conviction about the reality that god is so and that this god you're approaching has integrity and that based on that you knowing that he is and he has integrity it will determine your action So you are coming before God in prayer. You know that He's your Father, and this your Father is not here. He's in the realm, and that realm. How do I connect with Him? Is by faith, and I will believe that He is, and that He is a rewarder of them. That that this my God has integrity. He's not a man that He should lie. 
he once he has said a thing, he's going to do it. And based on what he has said, you take action. It's an understanding in prayer. All right. Let's go to the, the, the next one. The next one. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Go back to Matthew chapter 6. All right. Matthew chapter 6 verse 10. It now says, after you've, you've come, knowing that he's your father, you know that he's in a realm, you connect with him via faith. Right? You connect with him via how? Faith. Because you've not seen him, you just heard about him and you believe him. That's why sometimes the angels, they see God though. They saw God physically and yet they rebelled. You have never seen God. You just heard, maybe you just even heard Sajeri talk about God to you and you believe him. I'm telling you, there's a way the angel, you are, there's some, you are special though. You just heard about God and believe him. Angels that saw him, one, the Bible said one third rebelled against him. Though they've seen him. So it's not even about him seeing him. So God has him. You have a, a precious faith. So you come to God via faith. Are you guys listening? Are you guys listening? So the next understanding you need to have is that thy kingdom come, thy will be done in the earth as it is in the heaven. So when you are coming to God, this is how you come to God. Though. You will come to God eh? that the entire scope of your kingdom, Leno, Leno, look at me, don't, Leno, Leno, look at me. Sit well. Sit well. All are sit well. Sit well. Listen, listen. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth. Now, your entire prayer should be linked to what? To be linked to His kingdom. To be linked to something that will advance His cause. So, Father, I want an admission. Why? So that all my mates have gone to second, all my mates have gone to university. It's not true. Like Dr. Koladi was saying. He said, all my mates have gotten married. It's not true. He said, all my he said, some of your mates have died. All my mates have done this. It's not true. Father, it's only me. It's not true. So when you're coming to God, always ask why. You want him to bless you. You want him to, to give you fame. Why? Is he related to his kingdom? He said, Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. You want God to give you a wife, why? You want God to give you children, why? You want God to make you pass your exam, why? I want God to give me money, why? All your wives should be tied to the kingdom of God. So that was why someone like Anna came and said, she was praying one kind of prayer one time, that this my, my, my husband's, my, my husband's first wife is giving him, is giving um, him children. Hey, hey, me, I don't have children. God, you must give me children. And God say, look at her. God, you will answer her. Until she came and says, Father, I understand that you have a need for the prophet in the land. Give me a son and I will give the son to you. And God say, now you are talking. And immediately she conceived of Samuel. So when you come to God, God, give me money so that I, I, I'm tired.
tired of seeing people going hungry and this thing in the street so that I can be a blessing to your kingdom. God said, now you're talking. Let's, let's do business now. God, give me fame so that I can, I can influence my generation for you and tell them about Christ. God said, now you're talking. But say, give me fame. Why? Eh, I just want to be famous. You are joking. You will never get an answer to that prayer. Never. You are joking. You will never. That's why you pray from now to tomorrow. Pray like the 18th. Never. Hey, God, give me admission. I give my, see all my mates. They are going to school. They are having admission. Is it let me? He's just looking at you. When you, when you, you've had this word. By the time you come in this thing and say, see, God, this admission you're talking about. That's why sometimes, most times we pray those prayers in ignorance. So, like I remember then when I wanted to go to school. I said, God, when you give me admission, I will serve you all my life. And bam, the admission comes. And the truth is that sometimes we just forget that thing we said. But you see, it needs to be tied to his kingdom. So you want him to give you a job. He said, God, when you give me a job, I'll forget about that guy now. When you give me a job, I will give you 10%. He's not interested in the first fruit. You will say, God, when you give me a job in this organization, I will stand there and I will represent you. I will be the salt. I will be the light in that place for your kingdom, for the kingdom's sake. Then he will answer you. But if you come, you just think you can manipulate him with your murmuring and complaining. You won't get anything from God. Are you guys listening? So it has to be related to his kingdom. Why, why do you want to blow? Why do you want to blow? Is he a selfish reason? Forget it. In this kingdom, it don't work like that. You will never blow. It has to be tied to his kingdom. And see, but one way of rising in this kingdom, man. you know what? One thing I've told God. I say, take the fame, take the money, take the cars, take everything. I just want you. Let your will be done and your kingdom. And, and you see Solomon, a wise man. God asked him, what do you want me to give? He said, Father, give me wisdom so that I can rule your people. And God said, Kai, this guy touched my heart. Not only wisdom will I give you, I will give you the lives of your enemy and also add you riches. I've told us, if you chase after riches and chase after fame, you will never seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and every, when I mean, that's why sometimes when God is blessing them, people, it will it, it causes envy and it's scriptural because the kind of blessing that God will bless me in this life, people will be angry why is God blessing this guy like this people will be angry and it's normal but those of you that are around me, some of you that will understand, that will say forget that man just forget that man, I know I know in covenant we get with God like was it Victor? I was showing a covenant that I wrote with God. I wrote it down. I understand covenant too. I wrote it down. Say God, blah 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 blah. If you do this for me, this is what I will do. This is what I will give. This is what I will give. I wrote it down. I wrote it in 2012. I gave my friend to sign about his kingdom. That prayer needs to be tied to his kingdom. If not, forget about it. Just go to the devil. Let him give you. When you are coming to God. So everything you, you want, you want and you relate. The Bible says people pray and they don't get it because they pray their miss. This is how people pray and miss. So you say, Father God, just give me that Gucci belt. And God is there asking you. He said, okay, why? 
and just give me the Gucci belt now. Uh, my mate, everybody's wearing the everybody's now it's not true. Anytime, don't forget, anytime you say my everybody has it, it's not everybody that has it. So you say, Father, give me that Gucci belt because tie it to his kingdom. If not, no answer. Maybe it just happened for you, it just happened by luck. I'm telling you how to get how to be hundred percent guaranteed in the place of prayer. All right. Did you guys get it? Alright, then go, let's go to the next one. I will stop here. I'll continue next week. Let's go to the next one. Then after you've tied it to his kingdom, verse 11, then you will now say, give us this day our daily bread. Now your daily bread is tied to when you've, when you've, when you've aligned all these things to his kingdom. Then that way God can give you daily bread. So your provision is tied to your involvement in his kingdom. So we just come straight. Father, give me a phone. Why? Father, give me a phone. I just want a phone. So they say right prayer point. Just right. Father, it's a phone. I'm being God for a phone. I'm being God for a phone. He's there looking at you saying, you came. You didn't even come with the understanding I'm your father. You didn't hallow my name. You didn't come with faith. You think you are not tying this thing to my kingdom. You are just coming, give me bread. It don't work like that. It don't work like that. So when you seek his kingdom, your bread, your provision, your, your finance, your wealth, your money, your gold is in seeking his kingdom. That way he will give you your bread daily. And bread is not flour. Bread is not uncooked rice bread is, is prepared that's why I say he prepared a table in the presence of our enemies so when you seek it like that's why you see these things I'm doing God is preparing my table by the time see a notable by the time something notable I know something notable will happen to me you you you, you will not believe see like we do not know how bones is being formed in the womb of a woman with children with the womb of a woman with child that's how I don't know how God will make things happen for you when you seek his kingdom and forget about your need so we're always coming to God very need driven so you just come to God this is not a Christian praise you just come to God oh father I thank you I thank you I thank you you are good you are Lord you are Lord you are Lord uh-huh. this is what I came for this phone ah, I've been telling you about this phone now where will you bring it now eh, eh. father just bring it bring it bring it and God is watching you he said who is this guy that lacks understanding God, give me money, give me money, give me money, give me why? So that you take, you, you want to go out, you want to go to club, why? People that are in the world, they can do how they want, but you in the kingdom, I'm telling you guys, why? Give us this day our daily bread. Hmm? You heard of the story that Jesus fed 5,000 uh, 5, people. Did he feed 5,000 people on the street? Huh? Which were the 5,000 people he fed? Those ones that gathered before him. He taught them for three days. Then they were qualified to now get bread. Like as you guys come for switch and you are, you are being fed the word of God. Then you are qualified to get bread. Jesus asked them to sit down and he broke bread. And the Bible says 5,000 of them fed and they were satisfied. That's how God can give her a full scholarship. 
Why? She sits down in his house. You can't serve God and God not reward you. I remember the first time she was supposed to get this job. Imagine, imagine when Stephen was asking her to come. She refused to come. I beg, I wouldn't come. She just disdained it. I remember when I asked her to get the job. She said, her mother will never like getting the job. She wanted to go and do one POS job. I said, see, even me, myself, the Bible says, even man being evil know how to give good gifts to his children. Even me, in my heart, but if I, I want you guys to be blessed beyond any measure, imagine how God feels about you. I knew she takes the job, her life will change. I know that one. If you serve God and you do this thing, your life will change. It's not people that say they serve God and their life didn't change because they don't understand this thing. They don't understand this thing. They just come need driven. Self, self. You see all this that demonic thing that's gone. Self crush. I love myself. Hey, see myself. Just loving myself. Just loving myself. Just loving. praise God. You are not loving Jesus. You are just loving yourself. The Bible says they love not their self unto death. Love not their self unto death. Because the Bible says in perilous time, people shall be lovers of themselves. And that's what's happening. You see, I'm just loving myself. Nobody can love me like I did. And you're just loving, you're loving your they love not yourself unto death. Paul said, what is this life to me if I don't preach the gospel? And the Bible says, except the corn of wheat falls to the ground and dies, he abides alone. But once he dies, he brings forth fruit. So you want to rise. You want to make progress in the kingdom. You have to say, Father, forget. I don't want fame again. Take fame. Take my music. Take my life. Take my, take my education, take my money, take my babes, take them, take them, take them. Let it fall to the ground and die. The Bible says, they that, they that. The Bible says, when you do that, when you lose father, mother, children, houses for my sake, he says, in this life, you will reap a hundredfold. There are so many things I, I want to do in my life. But I just lay down those things and say, Father, just take my life. Use me. If you want to carry me on the street to be preaching from... Like I remember Ella saw me that day. From the junction there, God laid it on my heart. He said, son, bring your Holy Ghost direct from here to Jukwe. So that morning, I opened one short sneaker. I didn't even... As in the instruction came, I, I just want my short sneaker, my sneaker. And from that junction, as soon as I dropped there, I started praying in tongues. I was praying like a madman. With short sneaker, she saw me. I direct from that place to... Passed her shop and was going down to Jukwe. I think God will ignore me. Kiss kingdom. That's where your bread is. That's where your that's where your ambition is. That's where your rising is. That's where that's where that desire you have on your that's where it is. When you seek his kingdom. So this thing you want to do, this music. Father, I give you this music. I lay it down at your feet. That's how that song goes. I cast my crown before. We are all kings. Your royal majesty. I am undone before. I'm ending here. Sing the song. Royal majesty. You're the king and kings and lord. Oh, Lord. You are the king. Oh, you're the king and king and lord. Oh, Lord, mean honor. You are the prince of peace. Let's go to Yabo now. Yabo Neyanka. 
always is what I bring.
faith we understand oh god we hallow your name we hallow your name thy kingdom come oh god and that will be done in our lives and father based on that give us this day our daily bread in the name of jesus Jesus' name of prayer. Amen. Amen. I'll continue next week, Thursday. There's one I didn't go to. After give us our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Very vital. So I'll continue on that next week. But always, when you get before God, just cast your cast your cares. It's casting cares. I cast my cares before, cast everything. Through your majesty, cast it. I am a that you are believing to you father this admission i cast this admission before i begin to hear you and see whether he will not answer you and understand that it's your father that he loves you so much he wants to give you that thing you can't go with this mindset and not have an answer to our prayer amen 
Switch. One in a billion. Is this Thursday one in a billion? You see why you guys are really one in a billion. This is Switch, a place where we help young people live their dreams. It is always fun and fire. By five, we should be done. We should close by five. That's the whole idea. That's our starting on time. I'm finishing this time. All right. Amen. God actually dropped a word for me, for you guys, for young people, and for as many that will see this and watch this. God actually had dropped a word for me to you. And before I continue, I want to welcome you to Switch. This is Switch Reboot. Um, the idea of Switch Reboot is on Tuesdays, um, one of our mottos and our team in Switch is fun and fire. So there's the fun part and there's the fire part. So this part is the fire part. It's, it's, it's balance in life. You need that balance in life. So those of you that are coming for the first time, there's the fun part on Tuesdays, then maybe our conferences, wood picnics, like one, we had um, a barbecue night. Was it on when? Was it like on Sunday? Yeah. So there's the fun part, but there's the spiritual part, which is the most important part because life is spiritual. Life is not physical. I know young people. I know you so well. You guys, you don't like this part. But by the grace of God, you will like it in the name of Jesus. Say very loud, amen. Say let it be loud. Amen. Amen. To be loud. You will like this part. Amen. You will like this part. Alright. I will just go straight to what God laid on my heart to share to you guys today. I want you guys to concentrate right now. I want rapid, your 100% undivided attention. If your phones are on, on, are not on silent, put it on silent now. It's very important. I want you guys to follow me. Follow me. God laid a very, very specific word for us. From last week, we've been teaching on how to pray. And I told you guys, it is important. What um, gets your prayers answered is the understanding you used to pray. Leave your phones. Forget about chatting right now. You are chatting right now. I just, I'm sorry for you, really. Very, very sorry. Leave chatting. Forget about it. <laughs> You're welcome. Meanwhile, leave chatting, forget about those things right now. Focus. Focus. And I've told you guys in Switch that attention is the seed for learning. So when you give attention, you learn. When you give attention, you learn. And knowledge is the seed for transformation. So you want to see transformation, you want to learn. It's knowledge. Is knowledge. See, let me tell you guys something that happens to you when you come for switch rebuild. One thing that happens to you, listen to me, look at me, and listen to me very well. One thing that happens to you is that you are being, you are being transformed, that you are being changed. Because why? There is a particular body of knowledge that is given to you, that is making you turn into another man. Let me give it, it's like this. Um, like, if, for example, right now, as naive for example, maybe Leno now, as naive as he is right now, who doesn't know anything about medicine? 
who doesn't know anything about medicine gets admission into, for example, let's say maybe the University of Manchester in the UK, he gets admission to study medicine in the University of Manchester. Are you getting me? Leno now gets into that academic structure. He gets, Moses, you know how he did it that last time. Video from the back now. Stay from the back and capture. Please, we're online. I don't want distractions. Don't distract me. Let me focus. And I want you guys to get this stuff today. I know the sacrifice and the energy I put into praying for this meeting. Amen. I want 100% attention. The projector has already done me strong thing already, of which I'm feeling very, very bad. But I don't want that to distract us to receiving what God wants us to receive today. So please, just forget about every other person. Focus. So Leno gets into a university system without knowing anything about medicine, but he wants to become a doctor. So, it starts like this. And this guy enters into that university system naive. He doesn't even really know anything about medicine. He doesn't even know anything about how to operate somebody and all. What happens is that he gets into 100 level. And they begin to teach him about medicine. In, in school, when you get into university, the most awkward class is your first class. Because you, you people are so much, especially in the university system, you guys are so much that you, can't, you won't even hear what your lecturer is saying. You will not hear pin, but you'll just be there and you just say, and when they finish, you'll be like, oh boy, now so university day. As in everything will just be like metrics for you, to not be like further maths. But over time, if Leno keeps attending classes and listening to some body of knowledge, after five years, or after six years, or seven years, as the case may be, the university um, senate will now come and say, based on you've stayed in this um, particular class, you've listened to this particular set of body of knowledge for a while, we confirm you that you can now become a medical doctor and a certificate is given to you to become a medical doctor. So one thing that happens to you guys in Switch is that as you expose yourself coming for Switch Reboot, listening to these messages, what will happen to you is that you will, not, you will be successful in life, guaranteed. Because see, this body of knowledge we pass to you, they are not, they are not, they are not, it's specifically for young people, it's specifically for you to make you successful, to make you have good success. I'm not just talking about successful, you just, be, you know, sometimes this generation will define success differently. So maybe you see someone like, um, um, like this Jeruma, of course, that was just training of recent. The, the, the lady so ugly, she's not that fine, sure. Maybe she, there are some people she's attracted to. But you see, she comes on, she, you know what she sells? Jars. She sells this, she's the one that, she's the queen of this Kayamata, this thing. She's the one that sells those Kayamata jars. And people say, man, Jeruma is successful. I want to be like Jeruma. Yeah, man, 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 man. That's, that's bad success. That's success with plenty sorrows. That's bad success. That's bad success. Are you guys getting me? So what I'm exposing you guys to is a success 
good um joshua spoke about good success he spoke about you meditating in this um word that you make your way prosperous and you have good success so there's good success and there's bad success so the idea of switch reboots is for you to have good success not bad success are you guys getting me huh not the one you have money and you have fame and you have those things and you can't sleep at night then what's the use most of these people can't really sleep at night so that's why they go there the one that's most of them you find them in clubs they go to clubs just high because they can't sleep at night they can't sleep at night let them try they will die bad success but they have everything that you might see i'm like ah see mess this ah see see this one see this one this one you admire it's bad success are you guys getting me so the idea of switch reboot is that we equip you with a particular body of knowledge that when you hold it and you lay holds on it you will know that kai i can never fail in life i can never be i can never be disadvantaged in life that's the whole idea so that when others will come around you and come around you and say there's a casting down you based on the information you have and based on the information you know and based on who you know you say there might be casting down for other people but for me there is a lifting up it's just like the children of Buari right now no matter how much you complain that the economy is bad that there is bad economy there's no money flowing there are some people that that economy does not affect them are you guys getting me you Poor student will not be complaining of hunger or complaining of bad this thing right now. I hope you know. Are you guys getting me? So the fact that you are broke doesn't mean it's the reality that is happening to every Nigerian. Because why? They, they are privileged people who have privileged information. Who by privilege are in a particular place at a particular time. By privilege in these times and season. They are the children of the president of the Federal Republic of Nigeria. So dear five, immunity covers them. They have immunity to hunger, to looking for jobs, to car, to ride, or to... F they have immunity to all those things. There was one time that the son of um, Buari, uh, one of his sons, had an accident. In the night, the guy carried power back and was moving around in the night, and he had an accident. And he, he had an accident, but they took him to one hospital. I've forgotten the name of the hospital. But do you know what happened? The minister for health himself and ministers and everybody, they came around. They came to the hospital. They closed down the hospital, first of all. No patient coming in, no patient going out. They block everywhere. The minister for health came and was there, making sure that they attend to the guy. And after they tried, 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 then flew the guy abroad. Now, why did that thing happen to that guy? It's because of a privileged position he has in this time and seasons that were that his father is the president of the federal republic of nigeria if you carry bike and you have an accident right now do worry your president him be not your father my brother my sister only god can help you that's why you need god more that's the truth because who will even stand up for you in the first place if not god so that's why you need this body of knowledge that we share that um by the grace of god we keep bringing to you week after week after week after week after week because if you lay hold on it you will be you'll be so you might not have money in your pocket you might not have the fame here right now you might not you might not you might not um you might not be successful right now in quotes 
But I'm telling you, if you know these things, you will know that you will wave bye-bye to poverty. You will wave bye-bye to lack, bye-bye to spiritual dryness, to everything. You will know that, see, come, you are equipped to face life. Because life is tough. Life is tough without God. It's tough without God. It's tough. You guys are, you are growing up now, now you are teenagers, and I'm sure you are feeling the heat a little. It's just a tip of the iceberg. It's just, it's just a tip of the iceberg that you will be, maybe for some of you now, your problem is, ah, I don't have money to subscribe. Time will come when you have kids and you have children and you don't subscribe yourself to hearing these things I'm telling you. Time will come when you have kids, you have children, and it will be, you don't have money to, you don't have money to feed your child. How much more paying their school fees or even paying house rent if you don't subscribe your ears to this information? If you don't subscribe your ears to this information, you might be doing some little work or little fashion here, but here and there, time will come. Time will come where nobody will patronize you anymore. Because see, the life is spiritual. So I'm teaching how to pray. So in praying, and prayer is spiritual, you need to learn how to pray. How dare you not know how to pray? How dare you not know how to pray? And in praying, it's not just the activity, it's the understanding you bring into prayer that guarantees you answered prayer, that guarantees you a hundred percent, you know your prayers are answered. It's the understanding you bring in. And from last week, I began to tell us about how don't use vain reputation when you want to pray or you are coming into God's presence. Enter in secret, shut the door, lock the door. I spoke about um, how God, um, revelation of God the Father. Go and get the tapes, the tapes. How to pray one and two. Done that series one and two. Go and, the messages are free. They're on WhatsApp. Go download them, get them and listen to them. So today I'll be moving on to the next one, which I deem very, very important. Um, so let's go to Matthew chapter, Matthew chapter 6. Matthew chapter 6. This one is very, very, very important. Matthew chapter 6 verse 15. Matthew chapter 6 verse 15. Okay, Matthew chapter 6 verse 11. Let's start from verse 11. The Bible says, give us our daily bread. I spoke about when you've linked your prayer to the kingdom of God. That's when you can ask for your daily bread. When you've linked your prayer to the word of God. Now, after you've prayed, give us this day our daily bread. Huh? The next understanding you need to have when you come into prayer is verse 12 that says, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors it talks about forgiveness which is key and that's what i'm coming to right now thank god paul is here and i think faith too posted a foolish video the video started well mommy spirit leads me where my heart is without border and very good lyrics he went and said, those of you that have offended, I'm really sorry. This one, if I have offended you, I'm sorry. Blah, blah. Nah, nah, nah. Then one kind of very demonic music now entered. Eh? Say, prepare them. Say, you never see anything this year. You, you, in fact, the one I did you last year was small. You will suffer this year. I saw the thing on pause. I now saw it on faith. I had say faith. Better remove that thing. Now, forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. It's a very key understanding. This, this particular reason is the reason why 90% of people, of Christians who call themselves Christians, who pray, 
don't get answered prayers because you hold grudges. You expect God to forgive you why you can't forgive your neighbor. You expect God to forgive you why you hold grudges against your fellow human being. The Bible spoke, um, in, it was in Ephesians, the Bible was talking about how the prayer of a couple can be hindered if they don't forgive each other. So there is, a, there, there is a way your prayers can be hindered. Your prayers can be hindered if you hold grudges. This person, I will never forgive you. Just know, no matter how much you pray, no matter the gymnastic or the energy you put into praying, your prayers is hindered. That's what the Bible says, if you want to pray and you know you have not forgiven your neighbor, the Bible says you bring a gift to offer unto the Lord. He said, drop the gift there. Don't carry the gift because when you carry the gift, you might change your mind. So drop the gift there. Then go back and make peace without your neighbor. Then come back and offer the gift. That way to be received. God expects us to show mercy. God expects us to show mercy. Now, this as little as this thing might seem is the reason why you have prayed, your parent prayed, people pray around you, pray for admission, pray for this, pray for this, and they don't get answers to their prayer. They don't get answers to their prayer. It's the reason. Are you guys getting me? Are you guys getting me? So see. Um, like something trended of recent on social media and I want you guys to be very attentive listen to me oh. listen to me listen to me it was about a professor um, a, a doctor who um, a trend of recent about a doctor who the man is a lecturer in the University of Lagos who sleeps with students for grades and all and a documentary actually caught him in the act by this BBCI Africa and all. And it was very, very devastating. In fact, when I watched the video, I was like, wow. It was really bad. It was bad. And to crown it all, you know, you know, you know, the Bible say, um, let me just use him as a lecturer. I know this world is a very wicked place. Once they now name the person and now say the person is a pastor, he brings young people start talking and the guy says a pastor and see what he did he did this he did this yes what he did was wrong wrong are you guys getting me are you guys getting me did you guys see the story yeah what he did was very very wrong he wanted sleeping with a 17 year old girl and he's a pastor not just him being a, he's a child of god let me even use that word because it's the same standard that is held for all of us so you can say, hey, I'm not pastor. You, you are a child of God. Children of God are not supposed to do that. Are you hearing me? You are a child of God. So those of you pointing fingers and this, you are a child of God also. Now, the justice system of Nigeria, like I've, I've defined for you guys rape before. You know what rape is? Rape is no when you force a girl and have sex with her. That's, that's one aspect of rape. Rape is when you, if you sleep with a girl that is less than 17 years old, if you have sex with a girl less than 17 years old, less than 18, sorry, less than, before she closed 18, 
you, in the eyes of the law, you are a rapist. Yes. The law defines it that rape you, you are a rapist. You raped her. Because in the eyes of the law, someone less than 18 years old doesn't have the power to give consent for sex. So if you sleeping with her one day, if the parent take up a case against you, they will, they will lock you up for rape. As in, it's rape. If you don't know that, know that today is rape. R-O-A-P-E, rape. Now, and a story went off and uh, I, I read one that really broke my heart. Because today, I, I woke up today and I just had a burden to pray for this particular lecturer. Because I feel he deserves mercy. Yes, what he did was wrong. The girl he abused, the girl he was trying, the people, all the people he has abused, yes, is wrong, is bad. I understand that whole far. But there's a place where the Bible talks about mercy. About we forgiving as he has forgiven us. So today I want to talk about mercy. Where's, where's, where's that whole place? In the, um, is, there, is there a provision in the Bible where the Bible said you actually messed up? That means you did but you actually killed that person, you brought out the gun, you actually murdered that person. You knew you were very, very guilty of that sin. You were guilty, 100 percent guilty. Does that mean that you will die for that sin? Because the guy actually went to he attempted suicide. And I was like, Abba. Because see. And that's where he's bringing me to this thing. So that you guys will understand the justice system of God and how God operates. Are you guys hearing me? You understand the justice system of God and how God operates. So the guy actually attempted to kill himself. He attempted suicide. And it really broke my heart. Because I'm like, does this mean that this person or this man or this guy doesn't have Yes, what well, the whole country, in fact, the whole world are lashing him. In fact, at one point, when he went and killed himself, naturally from my mind, I just say, let him not die, let him face the consequences of his actions. Wicked man, you will pay for that thing you did. But the Holy Ghost smoothed me and now said, that do I know that even this man deserves mercy? That even this man can be forgiven? Because he walked all of us and we all get to that point in life where we where we actually messed up 100% and we need mercy <laughs> I'm online so maybe I'll just say but I'll say this to help you young people that there, 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 there was one time you know um, it was on Wednesday pastor was preaching in church talking about how there was one at Dom's club in McCordy and people would just walk in there to have sex I used to go there and I know those people have AIDS. I think when I even went, when I first went to my first, um, my, when I went to a, 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 let me give you, let me give you guys one story and you guys, you, you should understand this mercy stuff. I, I remember that it was in Jester I remember that the rain was falling. I was in a boarding house. One of my friends, maybe you might watch this stuff. His name is one of my very, one of my friends then. Obem, that's his name. So Jeshtri, rain was falling that night and he told, he told me about this place, he, this brothel he normally goes to and I was very, very small, very small. But I had sharp mouth, like pastor would say, I, I have a very sharp mouth. 
so what happened was i remember um so when i went to this brothel you will see ladies that have aids they are you you are there you carry yourself carry your this body this precious body that god has given us we went there <laughs> and you know i went in there and and all and i could i could remember the, the 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 prostitutes they were just saying you this small boy you this small boy as in i was i was that small they didn't even want to ever allow me i was begging i was begging to die and then i was in gesture what if i would have so you see but god using me today like i'll just be giving you guys bit of my stories god using me today is as a result of his mercy we all deserve mercy the bible says, all have seen and fall short of the glory of god all all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of god in job the bible was talking about if a tree be cut down is there hope for that tree but the bible says, but at the scent of water that tree will spring forth back so is there hope for dr boniface that lecturer who molest girls who slept with girls for grades and even frustrated some of them that they had carryovers and their lives are miserable today and they they go about and this thing can god have mercy on that kind of person is that is, is there hope for him yes there's hope for you sir so you might come and say hey i killed that person i did this i did that i did that. see i've seen god's mercy in several areas of my life i remember when i was in primary school i was expelled why i was trying to help people you see it was uh, sometimes i just relate my story to to moses story because there was one thing my mom told me one time he said jerry you your own your own course i don't know how it happened for you but you carry people's problem on your head too much calm down and i've discovered in the three places i was expelled in school was because i was trying to help people because why i was trying to do it in my own arm of flesh and i've seen god's mercy speak for me several times that's why i'm not judgmental to you guys who i'm not because i understand mercy i remember in primary school we were going home me and my younger sister and we saw a guy one guy was beating up another guy because the guy was bigger than the guy so in the place of the guy beating this guy I now went i was like why are you beating this guy and the guy started fighting me so as the guy was fighting me i was fighting him back as i was carrying the guy up and bringing him to the ground our headmistress was passing i remember she had a blue beetle in lasso lasso state um lasso state university that was our school i was schooling in that primary school in their staff school as i was carrying the guy up and bringing the guy down how i didn't show her passing with her b2 and she saw me so she saw me she, i was the one who was actually carrying the guy so she she allowed the guy that was beating this guy that i came to help allowed the guy go and took me to her office me and my sister then i said she was going to flog me so i refused that she wasn't going to flog me home that i was trying to help this guy this that guy you allowed to go was trying to beat this particular guy i was helping the, and the woman didn't want to hear what i was saying she just wanted to beat me i was like no you can't beat me so i was dragging the cane holding the cane she said you know sometimes old people can be very funny then i said ah me i'm fighting her i'm actually fighting her so the thing turned to fighting her 
she wrote me an expulsion letter dear 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 i was expelled she gave me the letter i took it home my dad beat the hell out of me but he didn't understand i was trying to actually help somebody i remember when i was expelled in in mount saint gabriel secondary school what happened in my ss1 third term i've always been very brilliant so i didn't have um some art students art students have a problem with maths but i was in a science class in fact i was in f class the more we do i do for that math so how much more ordinary math so math was not an issue but somebody from the art class came up and said let's give him a, my, let me give him my question on paper let him go and let him go and find a way and solve this so that he can pass at least so in in me giving him the question paper the guy now begged me and i said jerry please just follow us now so that you just solve this thing for us then we'll come back to it. an exam has already they started sharing paper in our class an exam has started and that was how we left that was how i left with them and we went to one place back of stadium and we we're solving the paper and that was how they caught all of us seven of us and we were expelled why i was trying to help and i remember this same thing i don't know but this same thing came up on my inside again when i and i was expelled in my ss1 third term and i remember in university too i tried that thing this i don't know it's of reason now that I've come to know where it's coming from. And young people, life is spiritual. You get. I know where that thing is coming from now. And I'd, it was still same mass. One guy, the guy is in architecture. The guy has been failing that mass severally. The guy now came and met me and said, I think it was in test. I was writing. So the guy was behind. He didn't write anything. I just had pity on him. I just gave him my paper. He wrote everything. So... Um, when it, it reached exam time, now, the, the guy now came and begged me and I said, Jerry, please help me write this exam. I said, out of that, I don't know, but I agreed. And in our school then, people that attended ATB, you know how it is. In our school then, you, it's, it's, it's like suicidal for you to go write exam for somebody in another department. Even in your department is suicidal. And I entered that exam hollow, but the tension was, I knew that they were going to catch me. So what I did, I just... I just stood up and raised up my hand. I said, excuse me. They say what? I said, I'm pressed. I want to I want to use the loo. And the man said, they now carry one Baba Blue. We call them Baba Blue. They now escorted me down as I was just dropping out of the building like this. Phew! I pick, I said, I didn't run. My I I I stay off campus in one place they call Sabokara there. I ran till I entered my room. And because the Baba Blue, the security man was a old man he couldn't pursue me for long i ran i jumped the fence of our university i was running like a madman and when you, if you if you stay in places that um campuses are students stay you discover there are plenty of houses i was running till i entered my room <laughs> it was god that helped they didn't catch me that day i knew it was god's mercy because i deserved to be have been caught and expelled again that was what i deserved But his mercy there's a place because see god understands our frailty as men god understands our weakness as men so there's a provision he made you might not be able to follow those rules like I, I teach you guys about principles here very well and i tell you see you don't follow these rules you don't listen to these things i'm telling you you will never rise but there's a place of mercy 
there's a place where you come to God and you will touch his mercy dimension and say, God, I don't deserve. See, right now, I don't deserve to even have this thing. I don't deserve to even have this admission. I don't deserve to even be in this place at this, at this particular time. But God, have mercy on me. That was why someone like um, blind Bartimaeus could cry and say, Thou son of David, have mercy on me. There was one time David intentionally sinned against God. Intentionally, David sinned against God. God told him not to count the children of Israel. And he went ahead to count them, knowing that it was against God's law. I don't know how many of you here, you, you, intention, you intentionally went and you committed that abortion. And you are coming here and you are saying today, that can I, can I have children when I even give birth? Can I have children when I get married? Will I be able to have a good home or this thing? There's a dimension of God you can touch that will release for you what we call mercy. Mercy is I did it. I deserve to be punished. But God, have mercy. Pardon me. The Bible says, by your mercies we are not consumed. So Dr. Boniface, and the lecturer, all the lecturers have been held victim of this whole sex for great stuff. They deserve mercy. Now, the way the law of the land is structured, is structured in a way where it's an eye for an eye. You commit the crime, you'll be pardoned. But you see, let me tell you something, young people. There are two kingdoms on this world, in this world that we're living in. There's what we call the kingdom of darkness, and there's the kingdom of light that's why you don't as children of God and as children of light you don't talk against fellow Christians you don't you don't you don't so if Leno today says he's a Christian and he's a born again child of God see it's just it can be going wrong one way today and the next time he has changed and you, you are there still castigating him and, and, and talking that he has been a pretender all the while he's pretending he's doing this one he's doing this one see because it just takes a decision it just takes a posture to just plead and call for the mercy of God and because he's your father he will react to that dimension of him he's a merciful God and the Bible said something about that mercy that his mercies are new every morning that's why you don't hold grudges against people because even though they've sinned against you yes they've sinned against you but once they reach to their father and say father have mercy on me i know i did this have mercy on me god has forgiven him it's you that is holding the grudge and it will hinder your prayer not his prayer mercy we all deserve mercy so david intentionally sinned against god and god came and said god sent his servant to him and said see go and tell david let him choose between these three punishments though because me, I'm a just God. I will punish you. He said, but just choose between these three. He said, one, three years, there will be famine in the land. People will die of hunger. There will be famine and this one in the land. One, two, I will give you to the hands of your enemy. Let your enemies deal with you very well. Two, or me, myself, I will deal with you myself. And David, who was wise, who understood this, who paid attention to knowledge the way you are paying attention to knowledge right? because a time will come in your life where you need mercy 
a time will come in your life you might laugh at dr boniface right now or you might laugh at other people who maybe they've stolen and they caught them and they are in there you will come to that place in life where you need the mercies of god now how do you i just wish i could see um him right now i really talk to him on how to appropriate this mercy because he's not he's not he's not worse like david david killed his captain's wife david slept with his captain's wife arranged for the guy to die married the wife and it's that man that god said david is a man after my own heart what does david understand david understands the mercies of god he said god i will not allow i will not allow you to um my enemies will not i will not fall into the hands of my enemies no family in land i want to fall into your hands punish me yourself because i know you are a merciful god So if I were in his place right now, I know how to get mercy from God. And that's what I'm teaching you because time will come in life where you couldn't even pray. You didn't even read for their exams. There were exams like this that I wrote. I knew I was going to fail that exam. I knew I didn't write anything in the exam. And I, I, I remember one of them. It was an engineering course. I knew I didn't write anything in that exam. All I could draw from that time was I remember me going to my house living off campus i was living off campus i decided that that day i was going to trek to my house raising my hands up and say father mercy help help me and i that was how i raised my hands i say father if you don't help me in this one i have failed and it was in my final year if i failed that course it's automatic extra year i just raised up my hands and say father mercy it's not every time we get it right It's not every time people act well before you. It's not every time. The Bible talks about how do we forgive our neighbor. It says if your brother offends you. How many times, Lord, should I forgive you? And the Bible says if he offends you, you forgive him 77 times, 7 times in a day. So that means if I offend his a million. That's close to 300 and something times in a day. His a million is supposed to forgive me. That's it. How much more your heavenly father how much more dr boniface he can't be forgiven and as little as this thing is can hinder your prayer and when he hinders your prayer satan will perfect you he will perfect you he will perfect you i'm just trying to just flow through these things because i really wanted the projector to work but you see mercy is is god not giving us the punishment that we deserve for our sins we all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of god if i will ask each and every of us here today there's something you have done wrong today but if god should punish you based on your sins you think you'll be here today huh huh because it's easy for us to say is this not not the way this human mind works it's easy for us to to accept forgiveness from God but if he's to give that forgiveness to your neighbor you'll be like I'll never forgive him again but doing that hinders your prayers doing that hinders your prayers doing that hinders your prayers and God is like this kind of judge who has it now this particular lecturer they had, there was a video recording of him there was a video recording of him 
caught in the very act but if he knows how to turn to God and say father have mercy father mercy Lord God can turn this situation around I'm telling you though he was relieved of his pastoral duty though he was released of his of his lecturing job God can turn this situation around as if it was God's original plan that he even did that if he knows how to appropriate mercy so young people let me tell you guys something there will always be that point in life where you seem as if you have messed up there's nothing that can correct you there's not that there, you have you have messed up if it's messed maybe that was how maybe i don't know but maybe that was how god maybe that was why god allowed my life to be this messed up my life is really messed up if it's, it's god that packaged me like this my life is messed up part of this thing i'm just sharing is just little little But if I don't understand that mercy part of God, I would have gone to commit suicide. I'm telling you, I would have killed myself long ago. Maybe there, there may be days, there may be times you won't be able to pray. You knew you failed the exams. You know you actually did it. You know, you know, you know it was sin, but you actually defiled that, that you you actually did it there's a point for mercy god can grant you mercy so there's a law of diligence but you could not god can give you mercy you can reach for the mercy dimension of god and ask him to help you god can help god helps men are you guys getting me are you guys getting me so forgive you are forgiving your neighbor of hearts that they've done to you you are helping yourself are you guys getting me and today i spent like two hours i was just praying for dr boniface i was just praying god grant him mercy let him don't die he doesn't have to die for because of that stuff he doesn't have to die i'm telling you this so that when you get to that place when you pass through that fire you won't kill yourself you will know that there's something you can touch you can actually face god and say mercy it doesn't matter like for for the man right now maybe his life has finished in this nigeria that there's no job they now finished you from the job finished the whole world is is bad mounting you say you should die can there be hope for such a man yes there can be hope for such a man the mercies of god the mercies of god the mercies of god let me read one scripture then. Let me read one scripture that we'll just close tonight. Isaiah 49 verse 24. Isaiah 49 verse 24. Isaiah 49 24. Isaiah 49 24. Please, you guys, come with your sweet reboot. Come, you are shy of, I'll just pity for you, shall. Come with your you don't come with your bibles you don't come with your notes again and you don't collect the messages i pity for you you are just wasting your it's better you don't come you and teddy and the felani that are not here no difference so you don't come with your notes you don't listen to the messages felani and teddy no difference <laughs> but you can reach for mercy i'm telling you guys the truth 
So if I carry your phones now, I just the, the rubbish I see in the phones, you will not collect the messages, you will not listen to them. I just pity for you, Sean. Isaiah 49, verse 24. I've told you guys, buy notebooks and become a nobody. Eh, eh, you will not buy notebooks again and come. Isaiah 49, 24. Somebody there. Isaiah 49, 24. Somebody there. Nobody has phone on his Bible. Like, seriously. Where's the, where's the phone in your Bible? Eh? Where's the Bible in your phone? Okay, your phone is off. Okay, let me read it for you guys. Isaiah 49 verse 24. The Bible says, Shall they pray? Shall the pray be taken from the mighty? Or the lawful captive delivered? That means... Um, it's just like this. What that place is saying is, for example, maybe... Paul actually killed somebody. Are you guys getting me? Paul actually killed somebody. And he deserved to die. No, the, the punishment for death is... You kill... Yes, it's death. You kill one man, the, your punishment is that they, you, you die. Are you guys getting me? So there's that whole... And the Bible is saying here, Shall the prey be taken from the mighty, or the lawful captive delivered? But thus says the Lord, Even the captives of the mighty shall be taken away and the prey of the terrible shall be delivered. For I will contend with him that contendeth with thee, and I will save my children. I will contend with him that contend. That means when you turn to him and say, Father, help me, every other person who is, who is um, about bad-mounting you, or who is lashing you behind, the Bible says he begins to contend with them. So, see, let me tell you guys something. So, when you see those things trending on social media, don't put your mouth. Because you have phone and you have data and you just put, eh, all these pastors, all, like there was one guy, the thing really got me offended on the group. I don't chat on my, on my um, secondary school group like that. But this particular guy, because of that thing that happened, he now say, that's why I don't even believe all these pastors. I don't believe anybody that, and I, and I rebuked him. And I just told him something, and it will happen. I just say, see, you don't believe that everybody, you think everybody, you don't believe the pastor, you don't believe the spiritual authority, you think all of us are equal. A day will come when you will need a pastor. And I told him, a day will come when you need an anointed man. And I will remind you of that day. Because see, once those people turn to God, and they face God, and they face that covenant, that he come, Father, have mercy on me. Have mercy on me because of the um because of your son Jesus Christ. I'm telling you, he begins to contend with those who contend against you. So if you have grudges, if she offends you and you have grudges against her, and she turns to God and says, Father, forgive me and have mercy on me, and you still you are still trying to fight her and hurt her based legally, yes, legally, she hurts you. The Bible said something, eh? 
he will begin to contend against you. Are you guys getting me? He will begin to contend against you. So please, you see offense, you see unforgiveness should be something you should never hold in your life. Forgive quick. Um, somebody was saying something about unforgiveness. Say unforgiveness is like you eating fire and expecting your other, the other person to get burnt. It hinders prayers. It hinders prayers. It hinders prayers. Don't come up and open your mouth and say prayers don't work. Unforgiveness hinders prayers. Unforgiveness hinders prayers. Unforgiveness hinders prayers. Unforgiveness hinders prayers. So the fact that yes, the person offended, the person really did it. He stole from you. He offended, he did this from you. But see, there's that place for mercy. Once that person reached to God, forgive that person. If not, you are doing yourself harm. And I will talk to you guys as this thing. All those, when it comes to matters pertaining God and his kingdom, the people in the other kingdom, they can talk, there is repercussion for them. Like yesterday, I was going with my pastor and I asked him, I said, all those people who talk ab about, especially when they, they start castigating church, castigating these men of God, castigating this, casting, like it, all these people, is there repercussion for them? I said, there's repercussion. I said, good. It should never be heard from switchisms. It should never be heard from you. You see them on social media doing all those things. Say, don't, don't, do your, don't join them. Don't join them. Because it just takes one moment. This guy is going to hell. But the next moment, he turns and he faces God. And God begins to contend with those who contend against him. And in life, the way God has designed the life, we will all need mercy. We will all need mercy one day. The Bible says, forgive. Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespassed against us. There are people who trespassed against you. Today, tomorrow, till you leave this earth. There are people who offend you, who trespass against you. The requirements, you are not, because you are not in the, in the other kingdom of darkness. You are in the kingdom of light. What God expects for you is that you forgive them. Are you guys getting me? You forgive. You forgive. You forgive. I know the whole legal system in Nigeria is, is structured in a way where we, offer, we persecute offenders. But in this kingdom, we don't persecute offenders. We forgive offenders. Are you guys hearing me? Abigail, are you hearing me? So the guy actually spoils your bag and did this thing. You going back and say, hey, you want us to... It's just flesh. Don't do it. Like I remember the, um, when I just gave my life to Christ, I, I have... How many minutes? Because we'll be closing by five. So those of you that are coming now, it's good. You will not hear what they said. Um, I just have four minutes more. I remember one time when I just gave my life to Christ. New. No, so not, not then. It was of recent I heard this very, very erroneous doctrine that, that really started making me compromise with some certain sin that easily beset. That they will say, and when you sin against God, no need to confess. God automatically forgives you. It's stupid. It's, it's not wise. You know you sinned against God. Don't bone face and say he, he doesn't understand. Ask for forgiveness. 
Are you guys hearing me? Are you guys hearing me? Ask for forgiveness. I remember then, I was playing ball. I just gave my life card, so I was playing ball. Uh, one guy, the guy was very, the guy was a very notorious guy. The guy, the guy, the guy was a courtesy, so he bullies people. But me, I'm not that kind of person that you can just bully like that. People used to fear me then because they thought I was a cultist, but I was not. So after giving life to Christ, we were just playing ball. And I don't know what I did, but the guy just came in, just root me, burn, and was charging towards me. Ah. And people around that were playing ball with their knew that I had, I had connections with bad guys. I could go and arrange guys and they would deal with that guy Shege. But as I got up, I wanted to charge back at him. I just remembered that I was saved. Tears just came down my eyes. As in, I just started crying. I just started sobbing in my inside. And people were wondering why I was crying. And they, they, all of them that came around, and I told them something. I said, in my flesh of my flesh, I really want to retaliate and really teach this guy a lesson for what he has done to me. But because of I'm saved. Because... God has replaced that heart of stone on my inside and given me the heart of flesh. I forgive him. And up to today, the guy that boots me, and if he sees me today, there's one kind of respect he has for me. But I was in a position that I could really punish him for that his offense and punish him well. But you see, if you don't forgive, don't expect God to forgive you your prayers will not be answered. So you might see all those, most of those pastors, you see them, do they, do, they, do they deserve mercy? Yes, they deserve mercy. Whether they did it or they don't did it, it's not, it's not, see, in our own kingdom, it's different. in our own kingdom, God don't punish sinners. Once sinners turn to him, he forgives them and forgets. It's in this world, that they punish but in our kingdom there's forgiveness is lavished for us so you too lavish forgiveness are you guys getting me so let it don't ever get to a point where you hold grudges just know if you hold grudges your prayers are not answered so bring down your pride take away your pride take away your everything and if it means you're going to apologize to the person and say you offend me and it really hurts me. But you see, I want my prayers to be answered. Like I remember one time, it was, <laughs> it was our mommy that was telling us something about Because in marriage, for if you don't understand this thing, that means from the day you get married, God has stopped answering your prayer. Because about marriage is about forgiveness. You don't know how to forgive. Forget it. Once you get into marriage, your prayer, you know, one of your prayer will never be answered again. I remember she, she was telling me something. She said she, was, she had an argument with her husband and she was coming to church and she had always been in that position because she understood these things. To, she understands that if she doesn't forgive this man and she prays, her prayer will, not be, her prayer will be hindered. So most times, whenever the husband forgives, whenever the other offends her, she's the one that takes the first step to call and say, okay, let's talk about this thing. I'm really offended, I'm really hurt, but... You see, let's just forget about because she wants her prayers to be answered. So the 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 husband now always waits. Anytime he does the bad thing, and you'll be waiting for her 
to apologize because she, he knows that she will always apologize. So that day, it was a Sunday, she made up her mind that she was not going to apologize to this man or call him to make things up. Let him call. As she said, she was so angry and bitter, she was coming to church that day. You see, see this Christianity thing is a lifestyle. Oh. If you don't understand this, you think it's a religion. So you think going to church, when you go to church and you pray, eh, I don't satisfy my religion today, God don't hear me. You are wasting your time. You don't understand these things. These secrets of the kingdom. You think it's a religion. You pray from now to tomorrow, no answers to your prayer. You don't understand these secrets. So she was coming to church. She now got close to the church door. And she now discovered that if she enters here, and this man has not called, if she enters, it will affect her relationship with God. It will hinder her worship. It will hinder what she will receive from God today. And she said she just went back. She actually called him and made up with him before coming into the presence of God. There's something like that. Are you guys hearing me? Now, you see all those little things and all those things that we do. And you do it for his namesake. He rewards you. So when you forgive your neighbor, there's a reward that God gives you. When you go, to, it's when we get to heaven that we know all these things, all these little things that we don't, that we think don't matter. So the person really hurt, Paul hurts me. I know he hurts me very well. And I go and meet him, and I say, Paul, you hurt me, but I forgive you. Let's just make peace and all. God rewards you. Are you guys getting me? God rewards you. So let's be on our feet. Let's be on our feet today. Is there anybody you are holding in your heart? Is there anybody you are holding in your heart that you have said, you have vowed that you will never forgive this person? <laughs> You've seen what it can do to you. It will hinder your prayer. Let the person go. Because some of you, you will live here today and you will send that person text and say, I forgive you. I say, see, my forgiveness, but I just give it. I just lavish it on you. I just lavish it on you. Is there somebody that you have, that you are, you hold, you know, you know the person, you don't, you, you have vowed that you will never forgive that person. It will hinder your prayer. Close your eyes and pray and ask God to help you release that person. I want you to release that person from your heart. Release the person, release the person, release the person, release the person. See, me telling you guys this thing, but you need grace, oh. Because growing up, listen, see, growing up, me and my dad have always been on headlocks. Because my dad don't believe in anything I do. Anything I do. Your mates are going to get job. You say you want to do ministry. What is your proof? As in, every day he keeps calling me. Up to today, telling me of that stuff. Your mates are going to get job. Jerry, you have masters. You have done this thing. For God's sake, you are the first child. You are the first child of this house. How about you want to kill us? Do you want us to suffer? Go and get a job. Go and meet this person. And I, and, and I check my and I'm like, God wants me to do this thing. And there are several times you say, if Jerry, if you don't do these things, forget about you being my child. I'm like... <laughs> And sometimes I get angry. I'm like, why would this man not even understand me? In fact, I'm not even calling him or even talking to him again. But you see, my prayers will be answered. My prayers will be hindered. Don't look at me, pray. Pray. I 
ask him to forgive you. Yes, those people, they, they genuinely hurt you. 